Welcome to the Entropy Radio Show, guys. Here is the Wicked Bag Session with myself, Corn Doggy Dog, Corn D-O-Double-G, over here with my buddy, Chris, the Glentertainment Glenn. What's going on, buddy? What's up, guys? Glad to be here in my basement. Yeah, so like I said, we did a show last night. Uh, we are till about 2.30 in the morning uh, doing a three-hour banger for you guys. Um, thanks for listening for everybody who did. Um, but today, since we are way, way too early, we're running on about 10 hours of <laughs> sleep in the last two nights. Uh this show is going to be mostly just a, uh eclectic playlist of jams we think will be nice to wake up to with a little bit of us talking, but mostly for the jams. This is the Wake and Bake session, so we're just trying to relax and have a good time, all right? So we're going to go into the next radio, sorry, the next music block, and we'll be coming back with Chris, our senior news correspondent into current events, right here on the Entropy Show. Follow us on Entropy Radio, at Entropy Show on Twitter, or Find out our past episodes on SoundCloud. That's Corn Dog, Corn D O G Productions on SoundCloud. And here is the next up. Up next, we have from their album Top of the World. Here's Slightly Stupid with Don't Stop.
the show there was Stir It Up by Bob Marley and the Whalers off the album Catch a Fire. Before that we played Don't Stop by Slightly Stupid. Here we are today guys. The Entropy Wake and Bake episode number 11 and here we are with senior news correspondent Chris the Glentertainment. Glenn. How's it going guys? I got a pretty uh, pretty mellow take for you today. A little conspiracy wise but alright. So in gaming news most importantly Nintendo is set to bring back the NES system for $60 again due to demand from consumers that's right fellow millennials go to the store right now and shell out some of your hard-earned student loans on a timeless gaming console I know I will in world news Malaysian Airlines flight 370 may have actually been a mass murder suicide as opposed to an accident Nuh-uh. Dude, no way. Let's hear it. An international group of aviation experts brought together by, um, uh, it was 60 Minutes Australia. Um, they claim that the evidence is more consistent with a controlled, like, slow crash than it was the traditional, or like, the official nosedive scenario. And, uh, this includes, um, military radar information, uh, flight speed, and... A damaged piece of the craft that should not actually exist. It should have been disintegrated should the official story be the one that happened. And there's like a lot more to it. Uh, he like the pilot kind of zigzagged the lines of two countries to avoid being detected by either right, of right. their uh, radars. So he was obviously like experienced and knew what he was doing, but like, yeah. So was he like suicidal or something? Or? I don't know. Uh, like, I didn't look that deep into it, but what's interesting is the flight of the path did start to change a little bit, like, so it could get a view of his hometown, like, where he came from, you know? Hmm. And, uh, like, right by that... Interesting. Yeah. But, uh, hopefully it was just an accident, and this guy didn't kill a bunch of innocent people, but, um, the evidence according to these experts, suggest that this guy was an asshole and it definitely was not an accident. Wow. Some heavy stuff. Yeah. Keeping it keeping it heavy here on Entropy Wake and Bake. That's what we do here on the Wake and Bake show. We <laughs> give you the light music and make it really hard on yourselves. You know? Alright. It's an emotional roller coaster here on the Entropy Wake and Bake. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna cheer you guys up right now. Don't worry. Um... Coming from the land down under in the music news, Parkway Drive has taken the top spot from Post Malone in the Australian album charts. Stuff proves that metal is much alive in Australia. The Aussies like uh like the hard shit. 
And, uh, yeah. Cam, you got anything to add? How is Post Malone number one in the first place? That's... Dude, Post Malone is shattering records, dude. He broke the Beatles record of, like, 60-something years. He's got nine, I think, nine singles in the top 100 right now. Damn. Like, that's, that's like, 10%. Of, well, I guess it's 9% of, like, the total chart is Post Malone right now. That's pretty fucking impressive. Even if you don't like his music, you gotta give it to the guy. Right, I guess so. But yeah, I, that's how I, I sell records, I guess. Yeah, I do like his music, though, so... Give it to him twice? Sure, from I behind? guess so. I just... Or, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Give it to him, I guess. But... It's not my cup of tea, but I'm not gonna say this and make some cool songs every once in a while. Yeah, you got anything to add? You had something about uh, yeah, the NFL? Yeah, so let me uh, pull my phone out here really quick. Why don't you uh, run a plug for me, Chrissy, here? Cam wants me to run a plug for him. I don't know if that's some type of uh, dirty thing, but uh, I have not had enough sleep these past few days to be open-minded like that. We are the Entropy Radio Show. Follow us <laughs> on Entropy Radio at Entropy Show on Twitter, or follow us on past episodes at Corn Dog Productions, that's Corn D O G Productions R I P at SoundCloud. We're here with the sports news. This is a sports obituary obituary. because um, uh, we got some sad news that a Chuck Knox uh, ex head coach of the Seattle Seahawks has passed away at eighty six of dementia. He was the, he's second all time in the wins for Seattle of eighty wins, um, behind only um, Mike Holmgren at 86, and then Pete Carroll right behind him at 79. Um, he did get um, the Seattle Seahawks to the AFC Championship game against the Raiders in 83, upsetting the Dan Marino and the Miami Dolphins to get there in his first oh. season as a coach at Seattle. He also coached for the... Oh, excuse me. Wait, so is that the same uh, Dolphins that were like 14-0? and 0? No, that's a different one. That was in the 70s. Like in not, not the same 80s. era, I mean? No, that was, that was a decade before this one. Uh, so this would be the Dan Marino. This would be the Dan Marino Dolphins. Oh, I mean, still, that's really impressive. Chuck Knox, Chuck Knox also did coach for the Los Angeles Rams and the Buffalo Bills. So that is all I have for the that's all I have for the sports uh, current events. Do you have anything else to go, Chrissy? Uh, no, I think we're just going to take it into a little music break here. And... Uh, we're gonna come at you with what is it? Erase me by Kid Cudi and Kanye West. Then we're gonna go into some Kendrick. Stay tuned. Uh, follow us on Entropy Radio at Twitter. Oh wait, Cam's way better at this. Follow us at Entropy Radio at Entropy Show on Twitter and Cloud, SoundCloud is Corn Dog. That's Corn D O G Productions. Here is Erase Me. Better <laughs> do that one there, Chris. Tell me. 
Drinking the whites with a mink, running through that bitch like it's my house, all up in the hall like a mall. Told you motherfuckers, all I do is ball. No, I don't remember you, I don't intend to. Empty my memory bank, it's a million dollars in it, baby. Hillary Swank, sitting next to Hillary, smelling like tank. President's party, name one nigga out there harder than him. I wait, 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 I don't know how many moves a nigga got left Back to this joint Smoking this shit like I'm trying to prove a point I'm the highest, the highest title Numero uno Come on, fire that's your motherfucking funeral <laughs> Between you and me, turn eulogy to urinals Niggas pissed off I minister this generation, my fart Need a hood of new school On my toes like a ballerina Who knew I'd be black swan World in my palms, ironically I am the glow shot as best Cause I did drop the ball Told niggas when I was 16 That I had a 16 To put a nigga right on the big screen In a paddy wagon with 16 Should've been in the pen But now my pen rang with morphine I heal niggas Touchdown with morphines I kill niggas Audio crack, cat keys to mill ticket Cardio lap was running for dead life But now I'm running the map Bitch, I'm here, nigga Picture little hoe me Giving a fuck from what a fuck nigga gotta say 
Nigga, you never be Jay, never be Nas, never be Snoop nor Dre. You ain't get killed in Vegas or Henna Suburban. Nigga, Puff Daddy wasn't your favorite. So many washed up with detergent, but I don't dry tears. I just aim at him on purpose. Like, blah, blah. Many 14, like, blah, blah. Empty at another magazine, like, blah, blah. Had a young nigga get blah. I kill them all when they tryna kill my blah. I am the bad, the good, got the last, the hood, got the last that would try to pass a good job. And Sean's a black beetle, then I need a 10 second drum so no bitch, see at one stop. There we have it, finishing off our rap section of the Wake and Bake Show with Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe, the remix by Kendrick Lamar featuring Jay-Z. We're here with Chris, Eagle Entertainment, myself, Corn Doggy Dog here about to do a new top ten list for you. We decided that since we were so tired, we didn't really want to work that hard, we did five each to make it a top ten. So that's a, that's a community Teamwork. top ten right there. So here it comes. We're going to start off with our top ten inspirational rock albums for us there are personal ones where we think that it kind of changed the way we listen to music and how we thought like for it maybe lyrics or the, the sound so more albums that kind of like made us change our listening styles yeah so here not, it goes. not what we think is the best albums per se yeah we're not, it's not about whether the best albums are because you can sit there and debate that for oh. thousands of years over the millions of albums that have came out over the years yeah but, I, I actually got a little bit hung up right away because uh, you said 10 uh, most inspirational rock albums. And I was like, shit, we got how much time to prepare? Because uh, I'm going to need a few days. But uh, <laughs> how do you want to do this? Do you want to uh, alternate, perhaps, and we can build it up from the bottom? Or do you just want to go five and five? I think no. I think we can just go five. And, we want to go five down the list each way. Does that work for you better? Or do you want to do... Yeah, that works wanna, for me. Or do you want to do that? Yeah, we do whatever we want. Let's just, go, let's just try it out, and we'll do both. Here, let's uh, let's have the listeners call in and tell us what they think. <laughs> Baby, our phone is uh, not hooked up right now because you can't hook a cell phone up to a to a uh, mixer. So we're just kind of out of luck on that one. So while we uh, start trying to get some music, how about we go with you first, Chrissy, and <laughs> tell us what your first inspirational album would be. All right. Uh, the first one I wrote down off the top was... Um, Siren Song of the Counterculture by Rise Against. That was just, uh, it came out, or well, no, it came out a few years before I actually found it, but I found it at a really, like, uh, like that middle school to high school age, you know, when right. you're all when you're starting to get for angsty, no angsty white, when you're an angsty for white no boy reason, listening you know? to punk music yeah, for no reason because like, you hate your parents. Yeah, those guys can write a damn song, they sure can. <laughs> and uh, that's all I got to say about it. Um, the second one I got, Master of Puppets by Metallica. There's a lot of debate about which one is their best one, but the one that I think impacted me the most, definitely Master of Puppets. The production on it, top that's notch. That's fair. That's very fair. Not, not to mention that Cliff Berman's still alive and he can just wail oh, on that man. That album, honestly, is like where I learned what it means to play rhythm guitar. I'm not a huge. I was talking about this before. I'm not like a, the biggest Metallica fan in the world. I take your leave. I think they're kind of a little overrated in my book. I mean, oh, I'm not saying totally. they're bad at all, but like Master of Puppets, the bass tracking in that album is is oh. is beyond and question. That, some of the best of its time. That title song itself, Master of Puppets, is one of the best songs of all time, in my opinion. Right. Just like there's a bass solo in it. The guitar solo is nasty. And my favorite, favorite part of it, the uh, rhythm guitar coming in right before the uh, heavy build-up part. Right. In, on, insane. On insane. Point. I'm going to give you two, since you were helping me out there while I was getting our bed down here, I'm going to give you my first two years so we can get caught up a little oh, bit. All right, all right. Um, I started out listening to rock. It wasn't for William Sullivan, Sully, in the sixth grade. I never really got into rock until... He showed me the album Appetite for Destruction Ooh. in the sixth grade, and I'm like, you know what? I get in this badass filth right here. This is all of me. That is straight rock and roll right there, too. And then I grew up a little bit, and I decided, you know, listen to some more different music. I got, 
I got into Pink Floyd a lot when I was about 18 years old, as most guys do when they're allegedly start <laughs> doing things that are what your mom would call inappropriate. So I love like, y'all. Know the music, the sounds of it, the keyboard from Richard Ryder's top notch. I mean, David Gilmour, the the, the, the effects from um, Diamond in the Sky. I mean, it's like it's just ridiculous, you know. And which album is this now? Wish You Were Here. So it'd be like oh. Shine On You Crazy Diamond, Wish You Were Here. Um, they all kind of blend together, right? That's right. Like, well, they're all they're all you know concept albums. So every song's supposed to like be a huge bigger part of the story. So. Obviously, the album's about Sid Barrett. Wish you were here. Uh, a tribute. All right. Moving uh, on. <laughs> so am I going with number three now? Yeah, go ahead, man. All right. Um, this one comes down a lot to the guitar work, but Ozzy Osbourne's Blizzard of Oz. Obviously, great. Randy great Rhodes album. on that axe, just uh, so melodic, but also fast-paced you know like insanely technical playing and it just opened me up to a new way to play the guitar and, and, after, and it was awesome too because Ozzy had just got recently gotten fired from Black Sabbath oh, and now he comes out with his first album solo and goes fuck you guys how's this shit out with a vengeance right? man just like he brings it too oh, he proved man. why he was the Prince of Darkness in the album Wizard of Oz that is why he's like you know what I don't even need Black Sabbath I'll just make my own group yeah. Show you what it's all about. Alright, what's your number three, Ken? You know, I, I've always been kind of a punk guy, but I like, I've always like ska or anything else for some reason. It's just the, oh, yeah. the undertone, the up, it's just the way that the guitar is and like how they speak from the soul. I'll try like Brad Noel so much. So 40 Ounces of Freedom was mm. like one of my favorite albums for a long time. It's still one of my top, I say it's probably one of my top three favorite albums of all time. Man, I'm just realizing your list is like a lot more um, classic than mine. Cause I've got a lot of newer, like heavier metal stuff on here. But um, that's a good one. I, if you guys don't know, I'm a dinosaur. I like listening to late oh. '80s, like early '90s. I love, I love '90s though. So Dude, I almost that's why my threw list a little older. I almost threw that uh, Sonic Temple. I think it's called. Uh, by the cult on there just because that's a great fucking album but it's like the only album I've ever listened to by the cult so I wouldn't feel right putting it on there you know I feel like I'm just like a bandwagon or something <laughs> yeah <coughs> but um okay uh, number four on my list another another metal album Lamb of Gods uh, I believe it was their sixth album Resolution and uh it's definitely not their first album uh not even their best album in my opinion i think that would maybe have to go to sacrament i'd probably get you on that one yeah but um or new american gospel yeah like the thing i like about this album though is these guys were like 45 when they started making this music and it's just ripping and the production on it they do a lot of really cool like really modern things like that's what i like about lamb of god is they aren't afraid to um change a little bit while still keeping like that lamb of god like core you know they experiment a lot with their musicality right and that's really important and that kind of shows through in what we do here at entropy hopefully if if you've ever heard us hoping so all right what you got i have also from the 90s obviously you've got the 90s here from 1993 i have the album dirt by allison chains that was a huge so i i started with like i said before i started in sixth grade with Appetite for Destruction, and I kind of moved into the 90s, and then moved on to Alice in Chains by 7th grade, and that's when I started to get into my, what I would call my music taste now, is mostly, if people know me, it's mostly 90s, like, alternative metal in that area. Oh yeah, oh yeah, there's no doubt that's, about that. That's definitely my, that's definitely my sweet spot right there. And I, and I give a lot of shout out to the album Dirt for that, I mean, the, the harmonic, the harmonic tones of both Lane Staley and, oh, um, give me a help here. Um, Jerry Cantrell uh, together harmonizing their songs it makes them sound like there's one person singing two chords two yeah. chords at once it's, it's gnarly and then of course the guitar work and all the writing from Jerry Cantrell is excellent again the last album to see Mike Starr on before he got kicked out of the band what did he play? he was the bassist oh well uh Rip that guy's career in uh and rest in peace he did oh. he did Rip that guy literally all right. Um, 
Number five. Bringing it down to the uh, the last couple here. Um, System of a Down's Mesmerize. I listen to that album a lot. It's just, it's like weirdly, well, not for System of a Down, but like politically charged to a point where it's like, he's got a way with words where you don't know what the fuck he's talking about, but it sounds so good that you just like get so into it, you know? Like, that was definitely an album that I just rocked the fuck out to all the time. Absolutely. I have my last one I have also an album I probably heard about a hundred freaking times because it's only 36 minutes long from front to back you can listen to it like six times in a day if what's, you really want to do it a punk album? oh you absolutely you know it the album is Suffer by Bad Religion oh some damn. of the best lyrics some of the best fight years the establishment lyrics you'll ever listen to if you get a chance you can listen to it a long time because he screams them at you so but you get good thing you can listen to it in 36 minutes so it's an easy car ride you can listen to the whole album it's, it's like watching like and an episode of it's, something on it basically Netflix. is what it is it's like watching one episode of Family Guy but it's yeah. all in music and it all hits you all at once it's, it's great it's a great guitar work great vocals great awesome lyrics so that's why I always like the album it's rounded out thank you guys for listening to our rambling of a top 5 list we're gonna go back and do more music here on the Entropy Radio Show remember to follow us at Entropy Show on Twitter or follow us Follow our other past albums at Corn Dog Productions. That's Corn D O G Productions. As we go into our next block here, here's Letty Kravitz off the album Mama Said with It Ain't Over Till It's Over. Right here on the Entropy Morning Hour, Waking Big with me, Corn Doggy Dog, and Chris D. Glenn Entertainment. Glenn. Yeah, yeah.
here at the Entropy Radio Show here with Chris Glenn in our final segment of the Entropy Radio Show Wake and Bake Session. We're at an Entropy Confessional and we were, thinking of some, we we're trying to think of something. We teased it last time we were going to do it and we were just too tired because it was like 1 o'clock in the morning we said just fuck it, we just can't do this anymore. We need to get some sleep before we come we're, back to a show in the morning. We're only human. <laughs> right, we're only, I'm only a we're, man. We're right? barely human. We're barely men here so <laughs> we're kind of like boys. Young hot boys. Yeah. So, just throwing that out there. 
But we, I was thinking here, I found a good one when we were sitting here, and I said to Chris, so our confessional is, if you were a professional, either baseball player, like wrestler, boxer, what would be your walkout song into the ring or up to the bat if you were a professional athlete, and why? Hmm. Okay, so is it like a professional athlete of any kind? I already forgot what, like, what the three things you said were baseball football well just like, like well just like in in general because like okay baseball and like I'm, wrestling and ufc like do that yeah and most okay, not, not every sport not every sport has like a walkout song but those sports do so i mean okay. what would be your walkout song i guess technically if you had intro music what would it be when you walked out to um, the grand stage in front of a huge audience it would probably have to be country shit by big crit the remix with ludicrous so he's got that Line in there, he's like, I might not be shit to you, but my mama thinks I made it. And then, like, that song, Big Crit is one hell of a producer, so that song just sounds huge, you know? And uh, I think it'd be good to walk out and, like, light some bitches up with some fake wrestling moves. Yeah, if you guys want to hear what he's talking about, here's a little bit of his walkout song for you. So you know, as that goes, it's not too bad of a song for a walkout song, so I'm not going to say it's bad at all because it's jumping, man. I guess if I had to pick one, I always thought, like, do something kind of cool, like something no one's ever heard of. But kind of also, it's mine's called Line of Blood by Ty Stone because the guy's like, nobody's heard of him, but it's kind of cheesy, but it works, totally works for like a, for a walkout song. And here you go, this is mine right here if I was going to do it. Obviously, that's the part where it kicks in here, but when it kicks into the actual part of the song, that's where you want to hear it. So that's what I'd walk out to for sure. And it's got a groovy riff on it. <laughs> it's not the same motherfucker in like two or three times. It's a good song. It's a kick ass, hell yeah song. So I think it's a badass song. Oh, this is hell yeah? No, this is a Line of Blood by Ty Stone. Oh, that's right. This be my walkout song if I had to pick one. Do you have anything else in your mind, Chris? You'd like to go through while we're. Kind of wrap it up here. We're just kind of mailing in. This is the interview making big hours, so we kind of do whatever we want here at the end of the show. Yeah, we uh, this is the wake and bake hour, and we definitely did both of them. And allegedly, allegedly did something like that. We we here at Entropy House like to uh, subsist on a diet composed primarily of alcohol and sleep deprivation. So um, that's why we get a little choppy at times. <laughs> and with that, we're going to say sign on to our last rock group, which is leaving you from the Wake and Make Hour. I've been your MC tonight, Corn Doggy Dog, here with my main man, Chris, the Glen Entertainment. You know what, what is it going is? On. We want to say thank you guys for coming out and listening to our show. Make sure to follow us. You already know where to go to. Entropy Show of Twitter, Corn Dog Productions, SoundCloud. We're out of here, guys. You guys have a good day, rest of your day. And uh, keep on rocking. Here is ELO with Mr. Blue Sky, followed by Killer Queen by the late, great queen. Be happy.
Please tell us why You had to hide away for so long Why did we go wrong?
Oh, <laughs> 